having just the thought of being on medication for the rest of my life, I said, no, I said, I don't want that. By stopping animal product, it was possible to reverse 70% of the chronic diseases. And I was able to uh, lose 11 pounds on the first week. And within nine months, I was able to lose 77 pounds. And four months into my transformation, I went back to my doctor and my blood pressure was gone. So basically all my ailment was gone. No dandruff, no chest pain, no back pain, no abscesses, no heartburn, no dental problems. Every single thing was gone without any medication. Change is possible. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Confidence Restored podcast presented by CC America, also known as Confidence Centers of America and hosted by Tamaria Jordan. This is a show designed to help you build your confidence, increase your faith and get mentally fit to overcome any trials and tribulations you may encounter. Through personal testimonies of faith, inspiration, and transformation, Tamaria and guests seek to inspire and uplift you. This message is delivered by us, CCing you on lessons learned in hopes of encouraging you regardless of where you are in life. Enjoy the show. We are so excited today to have Oliver with us. He is a speaker, author, weight loss, and wellness coach, and he really desires to help others. And so we are excited to hear from him directly regarding how plant-based nutrition changed his life. And so before we get started, how would you introduce yourself to a stranger for the first time? Yeah, thank you very much for having me. I really appreciate that. So if I have to um, introduce myself to a stranger, I will say that my name is Olivier Mancondo. I'm a speaker, author, a weight loss and uh, wellness coach. And uh, in 2016, I changed my lifestyle and uh, was able to go through uh, profound changes. And uh, that's why it changed my health and my life. And that's why I decided to start uh, sharing all these, uh, all the stuff that I've learned throughout my transformation, through my talks, my book, and my coaching program, so that people can live without being sick, because that's our default, is not the, uh, being sick. And that's why I do uh, in a nutshell. I love that. And we are just happy that you are with us tonight. And you brought up something that I think is so important. You mentioned that that's not our default. And when you think about our default or our natural state, can you tell us more about your personal journey towards optimal health and how specifically plant-based nutrition played a role in that? Yeah. Thank you for that. Uh, so basically what happened is that uh, before I changed my diet, uh, basically I was sick. My health was not very good at all. First of all, I was suffering from high blood pressure and people need to know that uh, 50% of heart attack and strokes are created by high blood pressure. You can have as well kidney failure, heart failure, problem with your sight, uh, vascular dementia. And I even remember that I spent a day and a half in hospital because my blood pressure went through the roof. And uh, I had headaches as well, massive headaches every day or every other day. And in fact, I had to have some painkillers in my wallet all the time because the headache was so bad. I had dandruffs as well. And for example, when I will comb my hair, you will see dandruffs all over the place. I had chest pain, back pain, abscesses. So every week I had to have some abscesses. I had joint pain, heartburn, 
And especially when I was eating beans, I was my it was really, really painful and all that. And I had cold sore every every three months I would have some cold sore and I would have some dental problem as well. Uh, I remember every two to three months I had to go and see the dentist. And at that time, my weight was 220 pounds and my uh, body mass index was uh, 32. And when you are over 30, basically you are classed as obese. So I was obese. And my eating habit was uh, very bad. I was eating all sorts of food, animal product, dairy product, processed food. And uh, basically uh, around midnight, I will have my bottle of Coca-Cola with some biscuits or some cookies or some cakes and stuff like that. And that's why I was always tired. Uh, so, for example, when I was going to work, uh, I would have to drag myself out of bed. Or on the day where, where, I, where I was off work, I would uh, sleep until 1 p.m. in the afternoon because I was so tired. So basically, that how I was my life at that time. And I was always out of breath. And I remember at my last place of work, uh, I used to work in the basement. So I had to climb the stairs all the time. And I was always out of breath. And uh, at that time as well, uh, because of my big belly, because I was so big, it was very difficult, for example, to tie up my, my to tie my laces up and stuff like that. And uh, I remember I wanted as well to start playing tennis, but I was not able to do that because I was always too tired. And uh, at that time, I went to see my doctor and uh, he told me that I, was, uh, I had high blood pressure and he told me that he'll put me on medication for the rest of my life. And... At that time, I said no, even though I didn't know what I know now. But having just the thought of being on medication for the rest of my life, I said no. I said I don't want that. And uh, he said, okay, what are you going to do? I said, okay, I will just try to buy some medication over the counter myself instead of being uh, on medication for the rest of my life. And then uh, I started to uh, join a karate club. I started to do karate in uh, thinking that it will make uh, uh, my high blood pressure go away, but nothing happened. And uh, basically uh, what happened is that in 2016, uh, one day, just randomly like that, I was watching a program on YouTube and uh, there was an Indian yogi who uh, suggested that by stopping animal product, it was possible to reverse 70% of the chronic diseases. And because I was already in bad shape, I said to myself, okay, I'll try that. It was a certain uh, Wednesday that I watched uh, the program. And I said to my wife that I was going to uh, stop eating meat. On Thursday, I went to work. And when I came back, I asked her to cook my last meal of meat. And on Friday, I started uh, the program. I went cold turkey. And now it's been seven years. I've not touched any animal product, no dairy product, no uh, uh, commercial processed food. And I was able to uh, lose 11 pounds on the first week. And within nine months, I was able to lose 77 pounds. And four months into my transformation, I went back to my doctor and my blood pressure was gone. So basically all my ailment was gone. No dandruff, no chest pain, no back pain, no abscesses, no heartburn, no dental problems. Every single thing was gone without any medication. My process... And as well, uh, because of all this transformation, I'm starting to uh, start to read a lot. Uh, for example, I, was, I read a book of How Not to Die by uh, Dr. Ma uh, Michael Greger. 
Ah, I read a book, um, Your Health Journey by Dr. Fred Bishi, another book which was uh, The Timeless Secret of Health and Rejuvenation by Andrea Moritz. I started really to educate myself. I watched a lot of documentaries like Conspiracy, uh, What's the Elf and all that, and that's why I was able to get all this knowledge and I wanted to pass it to uh, other people. So uh, basically that was my uh, health journey. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that. And you said a lot of things that I think many of us take for granted. The fact that many of our ailments, being tired, things like dandruff, I never connected that to eating animal-based products. I never even thought about it. So the fact that you mentioned that I think is really powerful. And in your testimony, you mentioned that you were able to stop cold turkey, but did you have any challenges along the way with regard to adopting a plant-based um, nutrition diet? And if so, how did you overcome those? Yeah, so uh, basically uh, the first uh, uh, stuff that happened is that when I uh, changed, uh, like I said, I went cold turkey. So on the first week, my symptoms even worsened. I had more headaches. So for the three days, I had headaches that I never had in my entire life. It was really, really bad. I had more cold sore, more abscesses, more joint pain. So everything seems to go uh, worse. And my wife was so scared, she told me to stop. But I said, no, I'm going to continue to that. And that's what I would like to point out to uh, your listeners or your viewers, that when uh, you uh, change your way of eating, that's the way the body starts uh, getting rid of toxins. It's going to make you sick first. And most people, they will stop. They will say, no, uh, the plant-based is not good. Or the vegan uh, lifestyle is not good. I need to stop. I need my meat and all that. But that's how the body will detoxify yourself. And after a week, all these symptoms were gone. And I'm starting to feel a lot of um, mental clarity, a lot of energy. So basically, I was able to overcome that just by uh, persisting instead of just uh, stopping. I persisted and it went away. And another problem was family and friends. I had a lot of um, criticism from uh, families and friends. First of all, oh, wow. uh, uh, they told me to stop because I'm starting to lose uh, a lot of weight. Uh, and because we are not used to not eating meat, people were starting uh, asking me where I'm going to get my protein from and all these questions. And uh, they didn't necessarily told me to stop because they were uh, badly intentioned, but it's just because they were scared. They thought that I was doing something that I didn't understand and um, uh, things like that. And uh, what happened as well is that because... Uh, I lost a lot of weight. It was uh, 77 pounds. Some people even said that I was HIV positive and stuff like that. Yeah, so uh, that's all the uh, the situation that I went through. But I was really strong because I knew why I was doing that. And um, with all this transformation, I was I, I was feeling inside my body that everything was working fine. I didn't. I was not sick anymore because I said for the past seven years I've not been sick a single day, and. Because of that, I knew exactly what was going on. And I said to myself, I will continue with that. And now the same people who were criticizing me, who were making, making bad comments, now the same person are coming to me for asking for uh, advice and stuff like that. So, yeah, uh, I went through that by persevering. Wow. Thank you for sharing that.
in and of itself is a testimony because you talked about the fact that you had to persevere for the transformation to occur, but that it got worse before it got better, which is when you think about life, it seems like a lot of times with a lot of different things, that's how it is once you decide to do something different. So thank you for your transparency regarding the challenges you face, not just with regard to eating, but also the individuals who may have, to your point, it wasn't intentional. They weren't trying to make you feel bad about it. It was just they didn't have the same understanding and you knew your why. So that is, that's awesome. So the next question, actually, maybe you kind of touched on this a little bit, but what motivated you to become a weight loss and wellness coach and how do you help other people achieve their health goals? Yeah. So what uh, motivated me, it's because I went through this transformation. Uh, I stopped uh, eating uh, animal product, dairy product, processed food, and all of a sudden, I was able to lose 77 pounds. I was able to not be sick anymore. Uh, and I had lots of energy, uh, lots of mental clarity. And because of all these profound changes, I thought to myself, no, this is something that is very profound. I need to share that to other people. And because I really wanted people to be in good health, because it really, really saddened me to see people being sick. And like I've said at the beginning, it's not our default. Our default is good health. We don't have to be sick. And especially people will say that as we age, it's normal to be sick. No, it's not normal. And because of that, I decided to become a weight loss and wellness coach so that I can help people to uh, lose weight and reclaim their health. And how do I achieve those goals? It's first of all, uh, I will um, go to my clients. I will speak to them, uh, see where they are stuck. Uh, and uh, see uh, what's the, what the, the, the problem they are going through, all the health situation. And then from then, I will um, ask them to start uh, changing uh, the mental um, the mindset. Because uh, what people need to understand is that without uh, seeing that the change is possible, effectively, you're not going to be able to change. So they need to say, see that the change is possible, even though they've tried maybe in the past to uh, lose weight or to become healthy, they maybe struggled, but they need to see that it's possible to change. And then uh, uh, help, them, help them as well to change their relationship with food. Instead of seeing food as a comfort food, they need to see that as fuel, and they need to break that habit of being uh, addicted to all this uh, uh, bad food, and as well, uh, help them to um, achieve their goals by introducing a different eating pattern. Because in our society, we've been told that we need to eat constantly to have uh, energy, apparently, but that's not the case. So I help them to introduce a different eating pattern. So that's how I help my uh, all my clients, because I've got a 16 weeks one-on-one coaching program, and I help them with all that. That's exciting. And it's funny because uh, scrolling across the bottom of the screen, it's a brief highlight of the show, Confidence Restored. So you touched on FIT and literally what that stands for in the context of the show is faith, inspiration, and transformation. And you are literally inspiring individuals to transform their mind, which I think is awesome. And I'm sure inquiring minds want to know, because you have done so much to help others, how did you come up with your three-step weight loss and wellness program? And can you share with our listeners what some of your key principles behind it are and why they should sign up? 
Okay, so uh, basically uh, uh, my three-step uh, weight loss and wellness program is uh, constituted by three steps. Yeah, so the first step is the mindset because the mindset is very, very important. People usually, they will uh, take decision on a whim or um, at the end of the year, they will take uh, end of the year resolution. They will say, okay, I'm going to lose some weight. And then uh, after a week, two weeks, they stop. But what people need to understand that before you go on these things, you need to change your mindset first. You need to know why you want to change it. You want to do that change. And you need to see that change is possible. For example, for me, I knew that uh, I wanted to, uh, my health was not good enough, was not good. So I said to myself, I need to change. Even though I was faced with hardship, because I know, I knew why I wanted to change. And I already made up my mind. I said that uh, it was possible. And then I change it because most people, what they will say to themselves, oh, if I have to stop eating meat, if I have to stop um, uh, drinking cow's milk and, and, and all that, it's not going to be possible. I will be uh, weak and all that. So by saying all these things, you are putting limitation and you're not going to be able to change. So the first step is to have a good mindset, to know that change is possible. The second uh, change is the right nutrition. And by the right nutrition, it's fruit, vegetables, legumes, grain, nuts, and seeds that we need to eat because we are electrical being, and we need uh, we need to function on microelectricity, and we can only have microelectricity from live food, and like I've just said, live food that fruit, vegetables, legumes, grain, nuts, and seeds. And why do I call them live food? For example, if you take a uh, banana, a green banana, if you leave it there. After a couple of days, it's become yellow ripe. And if it doesn't get eaten after a week, 10 days, only then the rotting process starts. So you can see that the banana had a life. It was green, yellow, and ready to rot. So you can see there was a time where the banana was alive. But when you look at animal products, as soon as the animal dies, the rotting process starts immediately, which means that it's dead food. And like I said, we are living bodies. We need living food and not dead food. Because when the animal starts uh, rotting, it doesn't wait three days, a week, it starts immediately. So we need live food. And on top of that, we are frugivores. Because people will say that, no, we are omnivores, uh, we are the carnivores and stuff like that. But if you look, you will see that uh, carnivores, They've got two person canines. The incisors are short and the molar are practically not developed because carnivores, they've only got one movement in their jaws. They can only cut and swallow. They don't chew their food. So if you pay attention, you look at a cat, a dog, you will see that when they eat, they just cut their food and they swallow that. They don't chew. But you look at herbivores, they have to cut and chew their food. And this is exactly what we human beings we have to do. We have to cut and chew our food. So in this instance, you can see the similitude between human beings and herbivores. You look again at carnivores, if they want to drink water, they lick up the water. But herbivores, they suck up the water. And this is exactly what we human beings we do. So again, here you can see the similitude between human beings and herbivores. You look at carnivores, they pants. And that's the way for them to regulate the temperature. But herbivores, they sweat through their skin. And we human beings, we sweat through our skin just like herbivores. Again, here you can see the resemblance between human beings and herbivores.
Again, you look at carnivores, you will see that the gestation period is 15 weeks or less. For example, a wolf to have cubs, it's going to take nine weeks. For a cheetah, it's 13 weeks. And for a lion, it's 15 weeks. But when you look at big herbivores, the gestation period is 34 weeks or more. For example, a cow to have a calf, it's going to take 40 weeks. For a horse, it's 47 weeks. For a giraffe, it's 60 weeks. And for the human beings, it's 40 weeks. Again, the human beings fall in the category of big herbivores and not carnivores. So carnivores have got a shorter gestation period and multiple birth. For example, a lioness or a dog will have multiple cubs at one go. And when those cubs are born, they are blind. They will be able to see after a week or two weeks. You look now at big herbivores, they've got single birth. For example, a cow will have one calf. An elephant will have one calf. And when those cubs are born, they are not blind. They will be able to see straight away. You look at us human beings, we've got single birth. Rarely, rarely twins. And when our babies are born, they can see straight away they are not blind. You look again at the digestive uh, tract. For example, you will see that carnivores have got shorter intestines, which are roughly three times the length of their bodies. You look at herbivores, they've got longer intestines, which are roughly six times the length of their bodies. You look at us human beings, we've got longer intestines, which are roughly nine meters or 27 feet long. So again, here you can see the similitude between human beings and herbivores. Another similitude is that when we eat meat, it gets transformed into uric acid. And that's why carnivores have got very powerful kidneys to enable them to get rid of that uric acid. But obviously for us human beings, we haven't got that powerful kidneys. And that uric acid gives us gout. And there's another, uh, uh, there's an enzyme which is called talin, which enables the digestive process to start in the mouth region. But only human beings and herbivores have got that enzyme. No carnivores have got that. So again, here you can see the resemblance between human beings and herbivores. And again, like I told you at the beginning, carnivores, they've only got one movement in their jaws. They can only cut and swallow. So they need a very powerful stomach acid to be able to digest the meat and all that. And in fact, the stomach acid is 20 times stronger than our stomach acid. So from all that I've just told you now, you can clearly see that we are herbivores. There's no question about it. Human beings are herbivores. And to be more precise, we are frugivores. And for example, if you look at the gorilla, we share 99% of the same DNA which means that our digestive tracts are practically the same. But what do gorillas eat? They eat fruit, vegetables, and tender root. They do not eat meat. How come we share 99% of the same DNA, but gorillas do not eat meat? So from this, you can see that the right nutrition for the human beings are fruit, vegetables, legumes, grain, nuts, and seed. We are frugivores. And the third uh, the third step of my weight loss and wellness program is the digestive rest. In the society, we've been told that we need to eat constantly. But what people need to understand is that when we start eating, 80% of our energy goes to digestive food. 80% of our energy. And the cleansing and healing can only happen when we are not digesting food. So if you are constantly eating, you're not going to be able to heal and cleanse. And that's why, for example, when you eat, every time when you eat something, your body will produce insulin. And insulin will aid you. Insulin will shorten your lifespan. So basically what people need to understand is that they need to eat 
not frequently. So, for example, for me, that's the reason for, for example, for me, I only eat twice a day with no snacking in between. And, for example, there was an experiment which was done with rats. They put two uh, group of rats. One group was overfed and the other group was uh, fed less. And after the end of the experiment, they saw that the rat who was uh, fed less were able to live up to 50% more. So that's basically uh, all my three-step process. And if people want to go on this, proce on this process, you can see that they will be able to lose weight and to reclaim their health. Because the problem that people think that is just to lose weight, because that's not really the key. You need to lose weight and to be in good health because there are people who are slim, but they are not in good health. Right. And if you start eating the right food automatically, you will start losing the weight and you'll be in good health. Thank you so much for sharing that. And um, for anyone listening, you can see on the bottom of the screen where it notes how you can connect because this information is really important. One thing that we also want to mention is that Oliver has also written a book called The Plant-Based Nutrition, How It's Going to Change Your Life. I can say I'm looking forward to receiving my copy in the mail this week. That book has also been translated in French. Can you discuss some of the differences that you've noticed in terms of how people may approach nutrition and wellness in different parts of the world? Because you brought up a lot of good points in terms of first our mindset, then our nutrition, but then also taking into account rest, which to your point, we were not made to keep going. <laughs> like there yeah. are things, we were made to be healthy, but yet we do things that make us unhealthy. So it would be interesting to hear from your perspective. And I do encourage everyone to buy the book for sure. Can you tell us about that? Uh, yes. So what I've noticed is that uh, in uh, most of the Western countries like Europe, the US, uh, Canada, New Zealand, Australia, and all these countries, I think the... Uh, plant-based nutrition is more uh, accepted. Uh, people understand that more. And um, because they are accustomed with that, they hear about that, that's uh, basically it's more or less accepted. But what I've noticed is that, for example, in Africa, it's uh, I'm receiving a lot of, um, not rejection as, as such, but people are not ready for that. Why, 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 why do I mean by that? Is that uh, I've noticed that African people they like meat like I don't know. And in Africa, when you eat stuff like fruit, vegetables, legumes, granuts, and seed, they think that you are poor. And when you eat meat, it means that you are rich, you are wealthy, and that's what people want. So when you, are, you come with this message of plant-based nutrition, they just don't want to hear that. And as well, being big is, means that you are wealthy. You have got money. You have got a status. And people wanted to slim down. It's not really in their culture. It's not really in the culture. They really don't want that. And what I've noticed as well, which is a little bit sad, is that when you say to people to uh, stop eating meat like me, some people think that I'm in uh, doing uh, occult science. And this is a little bit sad. Yeah, so uh, basically... In, uh, to summarize, in the Western countries, this message is is being accepted uh, more or less. It's um, uh, people know exactly what it is. Uh, uh, they know that it's uh, when you adopt a plant-based nutrition, you can reverse a lot of chronic diseases. But in Africa, 
people are not uh, ready for that yet. This is in my, my, my experience. Thank you for sharing that. And it really leans to the fact that context is important. And even where we grow up, our customs, our norms, how we look at things is different depending on where we grow up. So similarly in Western cultures, depending on your family and upbringing, if you grew up on a farm and meat is something that you're used to eating, chances are individuals may be more critical of the fact that you're changing your your food habits. Yeah. So what advice would you give to someone who is just starting their journey towards a healthier lifestyle? What are some simple steps they can take to really improve it if they're unable to just cut meat out cold turkey? So what I will ask them to do, uh, first of all, is uh, to uh, start doing some small changes because even in my uh, program, I don't uh, ask people to go uh, cold turkey because of the detox symptoms. When you go cold turkey, you will have lots of detox symptoms and uh, most people will stop that. So I want people to go step by step. And that's why because in my uh, program, they go, uh, they do small changes and it, it build up in, in, uh, over the time. So first of all, what I would ask people is that instead of having a heavy breakfast with uh, stuff like uh, bacon, uh, hot dogs, uh, uh, eggs, uh, bread and all that, to change that uh, by uh, having fruit because the fruit is the uh, most adapted uh, food for the human mechanism, because the fuel for the human mechanism is uh, fruit sugar. So that's what we really need. So the first thing that I would ask them to do is to uh, swap. Instead of having uh, a very heavy breakfast, is to have fruit. And when you eat fruit, it will uh, enable you to be able to avoid being constipated, because a lot of people are constipated. Uh, they will spend a week, uh, sorry, uh, three days, four days, even a week without going to the toilet. And this is very, very detrimental for the human mechanism because when you are constipated, all this uh, food uh, that uh, instead of going out will stay, will mix with toxins, and this will be reabsorbed into your bloodstream. And this will create lots of chronic diseases such as high blood pressure, diabetes, cancer, Alzheimer's, Parkinson, etc. So, First thing is to swap breakfast with fruit. The uh, next tip that uh, step that I can ask them to do is to start having only three meals a day with no snacking in between. Because like I've said, people eat lots of times. At, at uh, the first thing when they wake up, they need something to eat. At 10 a.m., they will have something to eat. At 12, they will have something to eat. So constantly they're eating. And what is what's happening is that like I've just said, when you keep eating all the time, uh, basically what will happen is that you will not uh, be able um, to have the healing and cleansing process because this only happens when you are not digesting food. It's like, for example, if you take your car to uh, the garage, you can't drive it at the same time. It's exactly the same when you're digesting food. The healing and cleansing process cannot uh, occur. So you need to spend most of the time with that uh, not having uh, a lot to eat. And that's why, for example, for me, uh, like I said, I only eat twice a day um, and we're not snacking in between. I have my first meal at 12 p.m. and my second meal at 7 p.m. That's what I do. And as well, when, you, um, when you're constantly eating, your body will produce insulin. And when your body produces insulin, there's a, another hormone, which is called the uh, human growth hormones, which will um, slow down your aging process. And 
the human growth hormone can only be released in your system when there's no insulin circulating. So if you eat less frequently, most of the time you will have the human growth hormone in your system. You will age slower and uh, you will live longer, basically. And uh, another step that they can follow if they want to, uh, they're just starting out, is to eat a lot of vegetables. They put a lot of vegetables in their plates. Because what will happen is that when you put a lot of vegetables into your plate, those vegetables have got lots of fiber. And this fiber will uh, make you full quicker and they will make you full for a longer time. So you will tend to eat less. And if they do this, this will be able to uh, help them to uh, kick the uh Wow, thank you so much. You have so much knowledge and I love the fact that you didn't stop with just losing the weight, but you kept on educating yourself and now you're helping others. So thank you so much for sharing the information that you have. And I encourage, again, anyone listening, please connect with Oliver today. He is on YouTube, TikTok, on various social media platforms and his book, the plant-based nutrition, how it's going to change your life is also available via his link tree link, which is scrolling on the bottom of the screen. So there's two more questions I have for you before we wrap up. The first is what is one affirmation that you live by? And the second question is if there's anything that you wanted to answer in terms of a question that maybe I didn't think to ask that you want to share, please feel free to share that before we close today. Yeah, the uh, affirmation that I have is um, the knowledge of the truth will set you free. So when you are knowledgeable, it's going to set you free. Because if you look at uh, all the stuff that people are doing, it's because they are ignorant. They don't know exactly what's going on. And because of that, they are making bad choices. But if you know, it's going to set you free. So uh, that's what I can say. And uh, one of the questions as well that uh, I wanted to answer is that um, because of the change that I've made, I was able to uh, slow down my aging process quite dramatically. Because a lot of people, when they see me, they think that I'm in my late 20s, but I'm actually 53. And uh, yeah, I'm 53. And I remember, I think it was a couple of months ago, I went to a shop uh, to buy a small knife. And uh, because I'm in the UK, I went to buy a small knife and basically, the shop assistant wouldn't like uh, to sell me that. They have to call the manager because if you are under 25, the manager needs to authorize the sale of, um, of the a knife. And you see, I'm 53, but it's less than 25. <laughs> so, and uh, like I said, um, the strategies to be able to slow down your aging process is to eat less frequently. What I'm not advocating is uh, what people do is to have portion sizes or calorie count. Uh, in my program, you don't have these things. You eat until you feel satisfied. And that's what most animals do. They just don't look, count the calories or they, no, they eat. When they feel satisfied, they stop. And when you are eating the food biologically designed for the human mechanism, it becomes practically impossible to become overweight. A simple example is that, for example, if you look at uh, uh, an elephant in the forest, if you take two elephants which are about the same age, you will never see one elephant the double the size of the other. It's impossible because they are eating the, fruit, the food biologically designed for the species. 
And when you do that, it's become very difficult for you to become uh, overweight. So uh, basically, that's uh, what people uh, can do. Instead of going to buy, for example, the uh, all the anti-aging cream, which don't work, what they need to do is to eat less frequently. When you eat less, less frequently, you will have the insulin will not circulate in your body all the time. It will be the human growth hormone, which will slow down your aging process. So that's the secret of anti to, to age lower. You know what I love? And thank you for bringing that up because I know I had a, a quite a few questions for you, but I wanted to be cognizant of your time. So thank you so much for sharing that because literally, Oliver, it sounds like you have unlocked the fountain of youth, <laughs> as, as they say, yeah. um, literally yeah. that human growth hormone. And it's things that we take for granted um, because to your point, our body is designed to do what it's designed to do. And we oftentimes will slow it down. Yeah. So thank you so much for sharing that. I want to thank you on behalf of our listeners, everyone who may tune in either on YouTube or on the podcast. We just want to thank you for your time and sharing the information. Again, please connect with him today on all social media platforms. His hyperlink is going to be in the description on both the online podcast as well as YouTube. So again, thank you so much, Oliveira, for joining us today and continue to do what you're doing because I know it's going to continue to inspire others. Thank okay. you. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you. And to all of our listeners, typically you'll hear me say, keep on keeping on. And we're going to encourage you to do that today by making the small changes that Oliver has shared tonight. Thank you so much. And thanks for tuning in. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to another live taping of the Confidence Restored podcast by CC America. We are grateful that you tune in week after week and join us for testimonies of faith, inspiration, and transformation. Please be sure to rate, comment, and subscribe and let others know that you are listening to the Confidence Restored podcast. You can also now buy us a coffee to show appreciation at buymeacoffee.com forward slash CC America. Until next time, be blessed.